Welcome to the Busy Mom Healthy Life Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Altman, and I am here to give busy moms simple and effective lifestyle hacks so you can put yourself first in your life and achieve the health and the energy that you desire. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, Busy Mamas, and welcome back to the Busy Mom Healthy Life Podcast. Today, I am super excited to be talking to you about exercise. It is truly something that has changed my life in more ways than one and something that I rely on every single day, probably even more so now to help me. It's just sort of that tool to help me feel my very best. So the reason that I wanted to do this episode on exercise is earlier in the week, I asked a question on my Facebook page in a way to do some research for the Lifestyle Upgrade Challenge. Um, I have a whole lesson on exercise that's coming out this week, and I wanted to know what people's questions were when it came to exercise. And I was super excited to see all of these awesome comments and questions come in, and I thought I would take this opportunity on the podcast to answer some of those questions. So the first one that came in right away, the question of, I just hate exercise, how do I begin to love it? And it's such a great question. And my perspective on this is that no matter what it is, no matter if it's our job, no matter if it's uh, healthy eating, no matter if it's housework or yard work or whatever it is, whatever we tell ourselves over and over that we hate, we truly begin to believe it. So we have to be really careful about the thoughts that we're thinking about it and try to figure out what the perspective is, what the history has been, what the beliefs are behind it, especially if it's been over a lifetime of feeling like exercise is a punishment. And so I would encourage everybody to think about what exercise means to you. Why do you do it? Because I think that it is really important. I've had a long history with exercise, and I remember in the beginning or at certain stages of my life when I felt like I had to do it, When I felt like I was using it only as a tool for weight loss or to look a certain way, I sort of resented it. It sort of made me angry because I felt like somebody else was telling me that I had to do it. And I'm a really independent person. I don't know if anybody out there listening feels the same way that the moment that somebody tells me that I have to do something, um, then it immediately makes me not want to do it. So in the past, when it was maybe I started with running and I felt like it was the best type of exercise for weight loss. It was the only reason that I would do it and I would run miles and miles. I had the thoughts in my head that I couldn't stop, that it wasn't up to me, that it was dictated by just, you know, hitting that goal or burning a certain amount of calories. Um, And it felt like a chore and it felt really hard. And so I think for so many people, it becomes just what part of exercise do you focus on? And I'll get into later. It also matters about what type of exercise you're doing based on how you want to feel. But for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that a lot of my coaching, I start asking people, really, how do you truly want to feel first and make sure that you're doing things and exercise included to be more in alignment with how you want to feel? and not based on other reasons. So human, the human body is not meant to like use exercise as a weight loss tool only. The human body is meant to move, but 
you don't need to use exercise only in the realm of calories in versus calories out and have it only be a weight loss tool. But a lot of people do use it that way. So recognizing that you have the choice to look at it for whatever you need and create a story and a perspective around it that serves you. So if you want to feel better as you age, have the energy to keep up with your kids, manage stress, get out of your head and kind of step out of all of the things that are going on in your brain and just get into your body and support yourself by building strong bones, all of those things, then you can look at exercise and choose the perspective that makes you feel really good. Because if you find yourself listening to this and you think, oh my gosh, it's true. I've always just equated exercise with pain or with sort of that idea that I only need to do it to look a certain way or um, burn a certain amount of calories, then I'm here in this episode to give you permission to find something that you love and change the perspective in a way that really, really serves you um, so that you can start really small and just start being consistent. Because I will tell you that especially over the last six months, I use it so much more as a stress management tool than of anything else or a time to be taken care of or a time to just kind of get away and um, start to feel really good. So when you focus on all of the great things that it's giving you, but the deal is you've got to find something that you actually like and stop focusing on what you think you should do. What you really should do is find some form of movement that you love and listen to the thoughts in your head while you're doing it. Because if you're constantly telling yourself that you hate it while you're doing it, you're absolutely going to get more of that. I, in the beginning of running or at different times in my life when I just wasn't into it, I would go out for a run and absolutely hear myself saying, oh my gosh, I hate this. I hate running. I don't want to do this. I mean, might not have ever said I hate running because I truly do love running, but I think that that's how I can become a runner and that's how I could get through marathons is knowing or thinking and believing and talking myself into it that that's what I wanted to be doing. And so a lot of people use it on the flip side. They start doing it because somebody told them that they should or they feel like they should and the entire time they are pretty much trying to talk themselves out of it. So if that's you, stop doing that and just go try to find something that you do love. Okay, the next question I got a lot of is how much exercise? And then a lot of people would say, how much exercise? How do I know what's right for me? All of those things. And here's the deal. I truly believe that we need to just move our body every single day. But that does not mean a hard workout every day. I would love to get people into a mindset of just like you need to sleep every day, our bodies need to move every day. And when we don't move, that energy just builds up and there's that feeling of not feeling right. So we do other things. We might think that we need more food or we need to unwind with alcohol at the end of the night, right? But if you can breathe and move your body every day, it just changes your state and you are better able to handle what life throws at you. So even if that's a 30-minute walk or three 10-minute walks, riding your bike, raking the leaves, shoveling your snow, mowing the yard, whatever it is, even just cleaning the house, going up and down the stairs, but taking those breaks from just sitting and getting in some movement. And then a couple times a week, honestly, start with two. 
start with one. Um, do something that uses your muscles and keeps them strong, challenges your heart rate where you feel breathless, but it doesn't need to be complicated. But honestly, I think one of the biggest things is accepting where you are right now, especially if you're starting an exercise routine, is to just be really, really clear and realize that most people, if you have a history of kind of going on and off again with exercise, or you were really fit at one point in your life, and you're just coming back to it after a long hiatus, being honest with yourself about where you are is one of the very best things that you can do. And starting very, very small right? Because I see a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people come in and out of our boot camp, and maybe they were really fit a year ago, but they life got really busy and they didn't do anything for the past year. And they come in thinking about where they were a year ago, and they're ready to just kind of kill it in the gym. They're ready to get back to that. They're super motivated. And that happens so much. And I'm here to say that nothing will stop you in your commitment to try to have more better fitness than an injury. So you must start small. You must make small changes. The best way to come in is start very slow. Start, you know, lifting weights or doing some interval training, but making sure that you leave that workout feeling great. You don't feel beat up and terrible. And then the very next day you can get back into it. Um, but you have to be rested and recovered. So see how you recover. See if your muscles are sore and tired. And if they are, just go for a walk that day. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to kill it every single day because that will absolutely lead to injury. Okay. And so then a lot of people said, how do I know what kind of exercise is right for me? And in my opinion, there is a huge difference between exercising for general health and exercising for a specific result. So first, getting really clear, asking yourself, what do you honestly want right now? Do you just want to manage your stress, feel like you get in a great sweat daily, or are you looking for um, to be the strongest, fittest version of yourself, right? Because it's true that um, our bodies do adapt to what we're doing. And so it's important to know, are you interested in just sort of, you know, doing the same thing over and over again? And are you feeling really good? Or are you at that point in your exercise journey where you say, I want to kick it up a notch, I want to get to another level? And what does that look like for you? Right? Because when I started running marathons, I literally when I, I couldn't keep weight on, I was running so much and I couldn't keep weight on. I was running hours and hours. I could eat and eat and eat and still lose weight. But of course, then, right, I had gone from extremely sedentary to running all these miles. Um, and I was 23 years old. So I also had that going for me. But it is true that our bodies get really efficient when we just keep doing something over and over and we don't burn as many calories. And especially in that long, slow cardio, um, when we're at rest, we don't burn as many calories. And in fact, studies have shown that doing long, slow cardio actually makes you hungrier. It, it elicits a different hormonal response than interval style training. And so what you just want to keep in mind here is that if your goal is weight loss, sometimes we think that more means better, but 
a lot of times more can just equal burnout or exhaustion. And truly, like for those of you listening to my podcast, like I don't know how people would have time to go and train for a marathon if they're a busy mom wanting a healthy life. That's exactly why we started our boot camp business 10 years ago is because I used to have 20 to 30 hours to spend running with my girlfriends when I was in my 20s. And I loved that. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh my gosh, if that's my only tool for weight management, I don't have that kind of time anymore. So I have to find something to do in quick, short bursts that feels like it's manageable and I can do it. And so I would absolutely give that idea to people that you don't need to spend hours and hours in the gym. You can actually get a much better result by doing interval style training, even if that's like three 20 minute workouts in a week that get you uncomfortable, right? So if you're looking to change your body, to make changes, to burn more fat, to lose weight, to gain muscle, all of those things, the that was a huge question that I got in the Facebook group. And so for those people, I say sometimes less is more, is push your body really, really, really hard in very short bursts. And that might mean in a 20 minute or 30 minute workout that you're getting your heart rate to 80% or above um, your heart rate max eight to 10 times, or you're picking up those weights that are extremely challenging until your muscle basically fatigues, and then you can go down. Um, I really think that a lot of times people just kind of do too much and their, their bodies get exhausted, but they're never really getting to that push of getting above that 80% heart rate max and then letting it recover. Right. And so if you're looking to change your body, it is having those periods of push and then having those periods of rest and looking at both of those as equally important. Right. Because there is a time to rest. And whether that's like over a week, meaning you push really hard on Monday, Tuesday is a rest day, you're able to push again on Wednesday or just in that 20 minute workout, you push really hard for 30 seconds. And you might need a minute to a minute and a half to recover, and that's absolutely okay. So again, I want to just reiterate that a lot of times when people kind of start out on a fitness journey, they think that there's that they have to go really hard to achieve their goals, right? And I get it. There's there's fun and in intensity, it's it's something that a lot of people desire. But if you've listened to my previous podcast, I believe in consistency over time rather than short bouts of intensity. I know that there is a program that I think it's 30 day hard or 90 day hard where you're working out twice a day and doing all these things. And I think that a lot of times that can lead to burnout, especially if people go from nothing to doing something like that. And so I don't believe in programs that you should try to do, you know, 100 push-ups every day for a month, that you should lift the same muscle groups every day, that you should run six miles every day. I believe it's all about balance. It's about pushing on a day, resting, balancing out your fitness with some routine. And so I hope that this episode has been helpful. If it brought up any other questions for you that you might have about exercise or the best way 
for exercise for whatever your specific goals, or if you're just trying to get that motivation to get started, I would love to hear from you. You can just email me at uh, coaching at kellyaltman.com. Let me know what you thought about this episode. One more thing I want to leave you with, because there was one other listener question that I get, and it's the Busy Mom Healthy Life podcast. And they said, how do you find time for exercise when you're working full time, you're helping and navigating with distance learning, all of those things? And I'm here to tell you that the fact of the matter in life is that you prioritize what you value. And the biggest place to start is really realizing that we all have the same amount of time. And what we do with that time is really important and really specific to you as a person. And so looking and doing a little you know, audit of your time, where are you spending more time than maybe you want to, if you're looking to put in exercise, even if it's just 10 to 15 minutes a day, when can you put your child on a their Google Meet and just go run around the block or go walk around the block or every time that your kids have a break, do some push-ups with them for a minute. Do some squats with them. If you've got your kids at home, there is a great seven-minute workout that you can do with your kids and just get yourself moving. And so there's always a way. I'm here to tell you there's always a way. You prioritize what you value. And so no matter how busy you are, there is always a way to just fit in something and something is better than nothing. So I will allow you to stop putting away the, oh, I should go to a class or I should do an hour long workout or I'm comparing myself to a life that I had even six to eight months ago and say that our bodies are meant to move. It's about how it makes you feel, focusing on those things and creating that relationship with exercise that really serves you, right? Because when we're thinking about a relationship with anything, with a person, with exercise, we need to nurture it and we need to tell ourselves the things that make us want to do it. Think about all of the things that we get. Okay, again, If this episode has been helpful, I would love to hear from you. And until next time, have a great week and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me today in the Busy Mom Healthy Life podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I would love for you to subscribe by clicking the button in iTunes so that you're notified each time that I record a new episode. And if this is your first time here, please leave me a five-star review, letting me know that you love this podcast and letting me know your comments. Thanks so much, and I can't wait to be back with you soon.